The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Join with our host, we got Ryan Gilbert and Joel Myers. We're back, baby. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Yeah, we're back here. Still a little bit of a uh, holiday hangover. I, I, I can hear it in all of our voices here. You know, we're, we're, we recorded about like almost two weeks ago now. It's been Christmas, New Year's, and everything. But we're back in the swing of things here. Got a uh, big slate on Tuesday. World Juniors are in full swing. So it's, it's, uh, it's exciting right now. Yes, normally I like to uh, keep our listeners up to date with what's been going on, but it's been too long for all that, so I'll, I guess I'll <laughs> jump to the, the main thing. We had uh, one of our guests on the show, uh, One Sharp Shark. He came up here from the Bay Area to visit me in Vancouver, and we went to a Sharks game. The Canucks against the Sharks. The Sharks uh, totally shit the bed. Apparently they didn't get into town until like, uh, early in the morning. And the Canucks uh, wiped, the, wiped the ice with their ass. Uh, six to two, I was up there. Absolutely blasted and uh, loving every second of it. First time I've been to a Canucks game since before the pandemic. So that was really fun. Just uh, basically just yelling at Carlson any chance I could. You fucking Muppet. Right, guy. <laughs> you fucking the, bum. Yeah, these, these older people in front of us, uh, they didn't like, uh, oh, you, you assume you can hear you? Oh, fuck Did off, Did you man. say that? What? Something like that, yeah. I would have screamed it louder. I would have screamed it <sighs> even louder right in their fucking old-ass wrinkly ears. <laughs> Yeah, that's just, uh, you know, that's how commercialized sports are getting. It's all family-friendly. Not like Europe. Not like a bunch of hooligans yelling shit. Like, they got their own sections and all that. But, uh, yeah, it was fun all the same. Um, yeah, great, great time. Great Christmas and all that. And uh, looking forward to, oh, getting into the World Junior stuff. Yeah, man, I, uh, I I had a good Christmas, I had a good birthday, I had a good New Year's, it was a great time all around, made a bit of money, fucking spent a lot of money, so that's normally how it goes this time of year, but as long as everybody had a good time, Julie, I'm glad to hear you guys had a fantastic time, fuck those old nerds in front of you. Um, all right, everybody, go check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of shows going on there. You can check out everything. Obviously, it's been crazy with bowl season going on in, the, in uh, college football. Uh, I don't know. Fuck Ohio State. That's all I'll say. Uh, tons of other good stuff. N- NFL's written. Dogs. Go dogs. Dogs. NBA's been doing this shit. College basketball. I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's stuff going on in the baseball world. And a great place to find that would be at the Baseball Fantasy Show with our boy Ryan. Uh, but you can find all that at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Go check it out. Hockey's back running too, so that's fucking sick. Uh, and of course, shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Good to see the Discord popping off. Good to see everybody in there having a good time. A couple too many parlays being talked about, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, but good to see everybody making money. Uh, so that's most importantly, man. So if you're not in the Discord, get your ass in the Discord. It's absolutely free, and you lose the money for not being in there. Shout out, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. 
Yeah, this is our first show with the uh, actual official giveaway tweet being tweeted out uh, at Hockey SGPN. Uh, not getting as much love as I thought it would. I mean, you get a chance to win up to the first first winner gets two hundred fifty dollars in cash. Second winner gets a hundred dollar SGPN gift card. I saw Talon rocking some sick uh, sweats there. So uh, yeah, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Hockey SGPN. It's the pin tweet. Retweet it. You get an entry. If you leave a uh, five-star review and rating, you get two entries on Apple or Spotify. So make sure you go check that out for a uh, chance to win some money and some gift cards for SGPN. And if nobody does it, then we're just going to take it and we'll split the money and we'll split the sicker merch. I'll get a bunch of sweatpants so my balls are never dirty. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get right into this here. Uh, We're going to go over our our games from last time we recorded. This is two weeks ago, so we won't spend too much time into this. Uh, Thank God for a good reason here. Your boy, I fucked up. I went 0-3 minus four units. My picks sucked. I hated them. Ryan pumped my tires last show being like, uh, you know, I, I appreciated it, but they were bad picks. Uh, Rhino, however, he went two and one. So we kicked some ass here. He was up 1.54 units. And uh, Jolie, one and two, down 1.55 units. Guy, you fucking killed it here, buddy. Why don't you go first? Take us home. Yeah, uh, looking back, uh, this was Friday the 23rd. Avs won in overtime. They were my lock, minus 115 in Nashville. Closer game than I thought it would be there. I thought it would be an easier finish. Uh, my dog was the Flames puck line against the, in Anaheim against the Ducks. They won in overtime, so did not cover the puck line. My total, uh, Canucks, Oilers, over 6.5, minus 125. That hit for me with a, a late, I believe, empty net goal by Bo Horvat. So 2-1-1 uh, for me to, to have a positive day. Yeah, I went one and two. I had the Panthers against Islanders. Uh, one of our listeners called me out on this game because apparently I said that Sorokin would not be starting. And I only oh. said that because the Islanders run a back-to-back. So naturally, 90% of the time, the, the the guy doesn't play both nights. So it's just an assumption. It's not like I'm uh, in the Islanders dressing room. I know what they're going to fucking do. Uh, Have we recorded since all that thing. went down? No. No. Oh, no. baby, I got some shit to say. Okay. All right. All right. I'll let you take over for that in a little bit. Uh, if my dog, though, oh, this is beautiful, though. This is beautiful. We're used to talent <laughs> knocking off our locks with his dogs, but this time it's the other way around. I had the Coyotes against those fucking Kings, and I was an OT winner. Uh, plus 145 there. Nice, nice little win there. I needed that one because my total, although the, o- the over hit, uh, which we also recommended, I had the team total for the Oilers over three and a half and uh, I think they lost five to two I guess um so yeah that that did not hit but uh yeah go ahead down (laughs) all right I went 0 and 3 so that sucked uh I do not remember any of these games to be honest with you but I had LA regulation minus 110 versus Arizona I imagine they lost uh i think it wasn't close i think arizona won in regulation maybe i'm wrong though um for my dog i columbus in regulation versus chicago plus 145 i do remember this they got the fucking tits beat off of them i think they're like what was that tarasov whatever that shitty fucking loser is and that that played like the, the blackhawks uh, only win in the last two months <laughs> yeah literally it is and like i think they have one at home or somewhere or in regulation it was the first time they've won all year in regulation something i don't know uh either way that sucked um, and then I had New Jersey, Boston under six and a half minus one fifteen. This one I do remember. How do you account for David Pasternak putting up a fucking hat trick in one, like a natural hat trick in one period, and then just mailed it in? So that kind of sucked. Um, I do remember that actually, but still, I went zero for three, and it sucks. I was coming off a show where I went three and zero, so it was just fucking two steps or one step forward, two steps back. But hey, that's gambling, baby. What are you gonna do? Um, okay. Before we go into World Juniors, Jolie touched on something here. 
we had some fucking little nerd hero coming into our Discord. And when this little fucking nerd hero came into our Discord, he came in throwing shade. And you know what? You want to throw shade at me, that's fine. You know, my picks are always pretty dumb. That's okay. You know, but when you go throwing shade at one of my boys here, one of these boys that put in countless efforts, and let alone one of the boys that fucking carried this show last year with his picks, you're going to throw shade at fucking Joel Meyer. The Joel Meyer, BC fucking's very own, Canada's very own Joel Meyer. Fucking, you shoot for the king, you better not fucking miss, all right? Now, this little fucking nerd must just go in there to discords all throughout the gambling world and just being like, ooh, this pick lost, so I lost and all this shit. Well, guess what? Nine times out of ten, you're going to do that, and other podcast hosts are going to be like, oh, we're so sorry, you know, this is where we came from, we're sorry it won't happen again. Well, not a fucking chance here, all right? You're going to fucking come at us, we're coming right back at you just as fucking hard, okay? So, <laughs> I don't know if this fucker listens or not often, but if you do, what is your name, Alec? First of all, you're fucking lame. Alex is a dumbass bitch fucking name. Look at Alec Baldwin. He just fucking killed someone, so you suck. Uh, second of all, go fuck yourself, bud, all right? You're going to come at us like that and expect us not to come back? Well, fucking eat my ass, lick my berries, and go fucking kick a tree, all right? So that's all I got to say. Fuck you. You shoot for the fucking kings. You better not miss. And if you're coming in there and you're going to be throwing shade, just don't be surprised and don't act like a little pussy bitch when we fucking come and throw it right back in your face, you nerd. Sorry, you're that's a, how I got to You're a legend, buddy. That was, that was uh, epic. Um, yeah, couldn't say it better myself. Fuck you, Alec. <laughs> yeah. It, it just didn't make sense. He came in and was like, oh, you said this player was going to play or this player wasn't going to play. Like, Joel was just reading the news that he has. It's not like we have inside information over 24 hours before the game. If you want to know who's starting, look look up the starting fucking goalie for that game before placing the bet. And he was like, oh, maybe I'll do my own research next time. Yeah, before placing a bet, you probably do should do some sort of your own research regarding who's you know the starting goalie for that team, if one of the star players is playing. You know, not... I, I know people listen to us and, and want to tailor our picks, and that that's fine and great. But do yeah, do some of your own research before you before you place a bet, and then don't come in and complain about it when you don't do your own research, especially when it's someone like Joel who puts hours in, makes his own numbers, and yeah, yeah he, he he carried us last season, so yeah. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page of that. Fuck, I just got fired up with Rowdy. I've been drinking the old fucking old mills all day long, baby. Let's fucking go. Oh, yeah. Um, Okay, the, the World uh, close here. cousin of PBR, my drink of they, choice. They very much are. Um, <laughs> all right, World Juniors here. Mr. Meyer, buddy, this is kind of your wheelhouse. You've been writing some good shit. Uh, I'm sure you've been following along here. What do you got for us? Uh, caught me off guard. I didn't watch <laughs> any of the games today. I was working, and unfortunately, I just learned that um, it's on Thursday, the gold medal game, which I'm also working for. So I won't be able to see the gold medal game. That's unfortunate. But I do have Wednesday off, and the semifinals will be on there. Um, I got to make sure I get the, the teams right here. I believe it's Canada and Sweden and Canada, U.S. Canada, 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 U.S. Canada, U.S.? Oh, hell yeah. Canada, that's even better. Yeah. So I have Sweden and Canada and Sweden to medal. So ideally, Sweden, Canada, and the gold medal game would be excellent for me. Um, but no, I, I like what this uh, Czech team in particular has been doing. They they opened up as 16 to one underdogs, a huge dark horse, and of course we saw them beat Canada in the first game of their uh, tournament. So watch out for them. They are a sleepy dog there. Uh, so I'm worried about my Swedes a little bit, but uh, Canada they're getting away with some bad goaltending, some bad defending, and it's mainly on the back of Connor Bedard who just. Uh, he scored an OT winner against the Slovaks. Uh, absolutely deked everyone out. We we heard about McDavid as McJesus. Well, we got a new McJesus, uh, and 
maybe it's Bud Jesus, <laughs> Connor <laughs> <Big> Bud Buddha. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, whichever team drafts him, they're gonna have their own savior. Um, and he was the savior for the Canucks, the Canadians, the Canadians, not not just French. Um, against the Slovaks, who were a very tough team to beat as well. So uh, yeah, the hopefully the Canadians get a, a bit better goaltending. I, I think that Milic had a nice save in OT though to uh, preserve that that um that game um but yeah i i didn't see any of the games today so i can't give you fresh news but from what i'm hearing when i saw uh, the checks are live the u.s have been looking good at times so they lost they lost to those aforementioned slovaks um really all these all these teams are in it all, the, all these four teams are, are very good and can eat each of them win it but i hope it's the first of all the, uh, the canadians if it's not canes sweden who beat finland today by the way uh, Sweden and the dude, they yeah. were they scored two goals in like the last like eight minutes and shit to uh, to get that win. They were down like I think it was two one or something. I was watching oh, really? that game. It was nuts. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't got much to add. I mean, Connor Bedard is just absolutely sick. That's just overtime winner. Just uh, iconic moment for him, especially because I I have a bet on Canada to win it all. So I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. a bit torn on uh on Wednesday with the USA Canada game. Maybe I'll have to have to hedge out a little bit. Maybe one, we'll one have more. to roll out the fucking trash cans once we beat the fucking oh. states, baby. Woo! Yeah, revenge. <laughs> um, one more note, just David Yurchek for the uh, the checks has been one of the players of the tournament, probably the best defenseman so far. Uh, he's a prospect for the Predators. Any uh, Nashville fans out there listening to us, you got a good one in him. Mm-hmm. Good call, good call, worth noting. Uh, tons of good games today too uh, for World Juniors. I'm just gonna say it like I've made some pretty good money betting overs in this tournament so far. Uh, keep an eye out for that. Obviously, take a look at like goaltending. Now that we're getting to like kind of the semis and shit like that, it might not be as good. So maybe this is a bit too late, but still worth noting. Uh, looking at teams like if I guess I don't know any of the teams that got their tits lit probably won't be playing anymore. So who cares? Disregard. Um, okay, fuck. This is the part of the show. Oh, ad boy, ad boy. I know, I know. Fucking, you're a boy's ad boy over here. Holy shit, this sucks. Uh, bear with me, gentlemen. Speaking of ads and winning bets, WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are tons of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays. Oh, that killed me. Uh, reduced juice on the sides and totals for all bowl games day of. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Are you ready to play? Sign up today, baby, to receive a special offer. Bet 100 bones, $100, and you can win $100, limited to state ability. Uh, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change the conditions of WinBet.com must be 20 years old. They're presented at the stage where playthroughs WinBet is available. If you or somebody else who has a gambling product, call 1-800-522-477 and go lick their berries. Uh, Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends. Uh, right now, you can play their weekly battle royal games or even draft your playoffs best ball team. Uh, Lamar signed my balls. You can. <laughs> that's all I got to say. They also had a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you can get a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN, baby. Holy shit. What an ad read. Woo! That was good stuff there. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. That means a lot coming from you. You're the, you're the king, buddy. You're the king. We're all just living uh, in the, in the, what is it, stepping in the shoes of giants? I don't fucking know. Um, okay, speaking of Giants, we got an 11-game slate set here for Tuesday, January 3rd. Gentlemen, we ready to rock and roll or what? 
Oh, yeah. Okay, we're kicking things off with an absolute banger here. Starting things off at the dock into the 7 p.m. time slot. We got the St. Louis Blues against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Uh, St. Louis on the money line sitting at plus 220. Leafs on the money line hanging out at minus 260. Toronto on the puck line sitting at plus 100. The over-under is set at 6. Overpaying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. Leafs were struggling for a little bit there, man. They had kind of a tough go. I think they lost like two or three in a row. Um, Not that pretty. They have looked okay since then. Um, Leafs at home, though. Their record's 13-2-3, so you kind of got to take them. St. Louis hasn't been that great. They're starting to pick it up. They started off a bit slow. They're getting a little bit better. Um, but, yeah, I, you kind of got to go with the Leafs here. I don't know where you find the value. I think the value is probably like a Leafs team total, uh, as well as the over 6 minus 120. I do love that play. I think the four of the five last Leafs games have gone over 6 goals, so that's worth noting, too. Uh, the over is my biggest play here. I don't know if there's any value in regulation, maybe. I hate betting puck lines. So uh, that, that's pretty much all I got to say here. But uh, let's fucking go, Leafs. Matt Murray versus Jordan Bennington, baby. Let's fucking go. Yeah, I don't really love either side in this game. I mean, I think the, the Leafs are going to win, but two, minus 260 is, is a bit much, especially against a, a Blues team that probably can ups, upset them a little bit. They have a few good uh, road wins recently, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. But, yeah, Maple Leafs had an impressive win in uh, Colorado. Um, finding money, maybe a, a gimmicky parlay, Toronto minus one and, like, over four and a half. Um I think the Blues can keep it close. Um, a parlay I did is the Blues plus two and a half and over five and a half for plus 170 for half a unit. I think there's some value on the Blues, but I, I don't think they'll ultimately get it done. But they're, they're good enough to keep it close. So I think uh, plus two and a half, but I, I do like the over more. Toronto's just been playing a lot of over games recently, four in a row, uh, scored six, gave up six, scored five. So could be a back and forth game here uh, in Toronto. Yeah, the... Uh... Maple Leafs are currently second best team in the league, according to myself. And um, that's why I see this line as high as it is, minus 260 against the Blues, who are uh, supposed to be a good team. They made the playoffs last year, of course, um, and whatnot. But there's a reason for that. The Leafs are getting a bit healthier now. They got Morgan Riley back, like you said. Um, Blues are... Their, their numbers are not good, and, and unlike last year, they don't have the power play to compensate for that. Their their power play has not been clicking since um, David Perron left. He was the kind of the key to that 5-4 and four situation, and their goaltending has still been uh, average to below average. So, yeah, give me the Leafs here. Give me the under as well. You know, just been blindly betting Leafs unders for the past uh, pretty much the whole season, and it, it's been working out. It's uh market's catching up a little bit now that we're getting sixes instead of six and a half, but even at six at plus 100, I still like that. Even with that substandard goaltending from the Blues, uh, Matt Murray's been good. Samsonov has been uh, a little sloppy of late, but I think it'll be Matt Murray in net. Um, but my intel has been known to be suspect <laughs> oh. when it comes to goaltenders well, and uh, sick players. Um, yeah, given, given the Leafs regulation here, I think that's a good bet. Uh, minus 150 or so. And the under six plus 100 could be um, uh, where I'm going. All right. If you're looking for a little fun, too, Leafs have just a, a fucking abysmal history of having their former players score on them. So just anytime goal scorer Josh Levo, if he's even playing, he's probably scratched every game. I think he's got three goals all year, but I guarantee you he gets like a goal and an assist or something this game. So be on the it's lookout. The, sh- the sh- shitty X players, too. Really. It is. <laughs> Last time we played them, Callie Rosen scored. All right. So I don't know what to say. So there you go. 
Um, okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot here. We got the Columbus. Oh, shit. We got the Columbus Blue Jackets against the Ottawa Senators. This game stinks. Uh, Columbus on the money line sitting at plus 195. Sends money line hanging out at minus 230. Ottawa on the puck line sitting at plus 110. When have we ever talked about Ottawa on the puck line ever on this show? Uh, the over-unders at 6.5. Both over-unders sitting at minus 110. Jolie, what do you got here, bud? Yeah, Talon's hatred for the Senators has really uh, emerged this season. No longer the pesky Sens. They are the uh, the hated Sens. The uh, uh, the, uh, the you're a senator. No, it doesn't make sense. I'm trying to make a, a Julius Caesar thing, but it's not working out. Anyway, senators here. They got <laughs> steamed up pretty good over the day. Uh, Sharp books open them up around this number, and I I still think there's value on the senators though at minus two thirty. I have them at minus two fifty one. So. Uh, yeah, give me the Sens here. They're the much better team. Blue Jackets are the second worst team in the league, according to myself. And yeah, the Senators are better in every aspect, including on defense, uh, which is rare for for them because they have one of the worst defenses in the league. But with Thomas Shabbat at the helm and Novoransky, of course, uh, and the rest of the bums for the Blue Jackets, not very good. Uh, give me the Sens all day here. Uh, this is a, this team has a good power play with the Brinkat and um, Drew Clicken and uh, Brady Kachuk. These guys are a very potent uh, team, so I like them to score goals and maybe uh, give up a couple. So I lean to the over six and a half as well, but stronger play here. Give me Senators in regulation. Can find that around minus one thirty. Yeah, you, you got to go with the Sens here. I mean, the Blue Jackets are just just not a good hockey team. I mean, they signed Johnny Gaudreau. People thought maybe they they'd be decent, but yeah, they barely. They, I mean, they they beat Chicago four one after losing uh, seven on a row there, but th- they'll lose this one. In Ottawa, they're just two eleven and one on the road, so it's about finding the money. Um, I'll, I'll take them on the puck line. Columbus lost five two to Chicago, five three to the Flyers, four one four nothing. I think Ottawa can have one of these games where they they come out in in the new year here after beating Buffalo three one and and have another two goal win here. So I'll, I'll take plus money plus one ten here on on the puck line for the Sens. One more thing. Merzlikens is currently the worst goalie in terms of goal save I've expected at minus 17 <laughs> goals. Of course he is. <laughs> two worse, two worse than Kapokokkinen. So if Merzlikens is starting, uh, that's not a good thing for the Blue Jackets. Uh, okay. I don't want to do it, but like you almost have to go like Ottawa in regulation here. I don't trust them on the puck line, but like they let's face it, they're playing Columbus and this team has been terrible. Ryan touched on it. Two eleven and one on the road. That sucks. Um, so yeah, Ottawa regulation, whatever that's paying off um over under kind of leaning towards the over a little bit here man six and a half i don't love it but like i think patrick line is back from covid so if you're just looking for money patrick line shots probably gonna be sitting at two and a half take the over there um but yeah man so maybe that'll help out with some goal scoring for columbus and truth be told like ottawa can score you know not really i guess if you look at their <laughs> their goals per game they're sitting at three i think they're 24th in the league but like columbus sucks man so i don't even know uh give me the over and give me the sends reluctantly all right, heading down to 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Arizona Coyotes against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Arizona on the money line sitting at plus 285. Florida on the money line hanging out at minus 345. Uh, Panthers on the puck line sitting at minus 125. The over-under set at 6.5. Overpaid off minus 125. The under plus 105. Right, guy, what do you got here, bud? You got the Desert Dogs against the Cool Cats down there in Miami. And you know what? Both of these teams have uh, not been playing so well as far as season, Florida is in danger of missing the playoffs. They're 
16, 18, and 4. Uh, Arizona 13, 17, and 5. So a few games off there. I, I, I don't see any reason why Florida should be this big of a favorite. Um, Arizona, especially coming off a few wins in a row there against Toronto, Colorado. Los Angeles did lose in Tampa Bay, but Florida has just not been the same team this season without Huberdeau and without Uyghur, and just they have not been able to, to get anything going. So, yeah, I like Desert Dogs here, plus 285. Definitely uh, sprinkle that one. And I'm going to look to the over 6.5 at minus 110. I think uh, both of these teams have shown they can score. Arizona put up 6 against Toronto and, and Colorado. Florida, we know. They can put up goals, and Bobrovsky hasn't been great overall this season. So, yeah, give me the over here and also the Desert Dogs at plus 285. Yeah, I'm going the same way here. I have the Panthers at only minus 213, so a massive disparity between my line and what this book makes it. Uh, Coyotes have been have been live. I mean, they've, they've beaten a bunch of good teams, and um, they went into light into the Tampa. They kept the close game there as well. Um they were winning for part of that game as well. So, yeah, the Coyotes have shown that they, they can play up to their opponent, even when their opponent uh, looks past them a little bit, I guess. Maybe that stops happening when they finally realize that this team is not quite the bottom feeders they're supposed to be. Um, but, yeah, for this game, I, I, you got to go with the Coyotes at plus 285. That's just crazy. The Panthers have been pretty shit. Uh, they they win a game, they lose a game. They they win a game, they lose two games. They're, 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 they're not good right now. Uh, Barkov has been... Uh, a little better of late, but still not the the level that we expect from him. Goaltending has been below average. Defense is just terrible. Uh, Ekblad is 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 pretty much the only guy they got right now. Brandon Montour is playing above his level. Uh, too many minutes for his talents. So yeah, give me the Coyotes here plus twenty five. I found four or uh, Coyotes plus two and a half at minus one twenty or so, and I took a bit on the money line as well. Uh, I do think that that's the side. I'm, I'm seeing here we have under six and a half at plus 105. That's definitely uh, something I would look at as well. But Vaj- good old Vash Milk has been uh, one of the better goalies this year. Top 10 goalie in terms of goal save expected. Uh, I know the Panthers are, uh, they don't play much defense, not good goaltending, but uh, at plus 105 for under six and a half, that, that's the way I would look for the total too. All right. I'm glad you guys touched on a lot of things you touched on because those are some good reasons to make your picks. But gentlemen, we got the dogs going up against the cats. We got the cats going up against the dogs. What does that make you think of? You know what that makes me think of? We got a cat dog game. Coming together the little cat dog. And what does that mean? It means cat we're both the same, baby. Can't know. We got a cat dog game, which means give me the tie. Give me the draw at plus 400 because these are tied together. Tied together cat dog game. We got the desert dogs against the Florida cats. Cat dog plus 400. Give me the fucking draw, baby. Let's go. I did uh, throw a free bet on Arizona minus one and a half at plus 600. I think that could uh, hit Arizona. Did beat Florida 3-1 back in November. All right. That's kind of sexy, too. Look at that. You can do a little uh, little sneaky Arizona player. You can do a nice little cat dog player. You can do whatever the fuck you want. That's a lot of fun. Okay. (laughs) Moving to 7 p.m. time slot here. We got like a much better game. We got the Carolina Hurricanes against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Carolina on the money line sitting at minus 130. New York money line hanging out at plus 110. Over under set at five and a half. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100 here. <clears throat> Tight game here, man. Um, you know what? I've been liking New York. Uh, I, New York's been struggling at home, though. That's kind of the only thing. And how do you not like the Canes, though, dude? Like, they've been so fucking sick lately, uh, especially on the road. They're 13-3-5. Um, 
Fuck, man. Even division record, they're 10-1-0. You got to go with Carolina here, man. The Carolina has to be the play at minus 130. Um, I think New York is trending in the right direction. Hopefully, they'll start picking it up a little bit here now that we're after the Christmas break. Time to start shining. But give me the Canes here on the road, minus 130 against the Rangers. Over, under? This is tough, man. That that What's that guy's name? Pyotr Kochetkov? Peter Kochetkov? I don't know. Uh, he's been sick. I think his record was he had 1.94 goals against average, a 0.928 save percentage. He's got three shutouts, 10-1-4. Frederick Anderson just decided he doesn't want to play hockey this year. It feels like he takes a year off every <laughs> what other a year. Pussy. So. Yeah, no, literally. Like, it's fucking nuts. It's insane. Um, and it's Shesterkin, Shesterkin, man. So, I, like, five and a half I don't love. But, yeah, the, the under is enticing at plus 100. Yeah, I think Kachikov might, might still be hurt or it might just be that Antiranta had back-to-back shutouts. Uh, Kachikov was named the NHL Rookie of the Month. He was 701 in December, and Ranta was named the third star of the week. So, I mean, and they have Anderson. They, they have three great goalies there in, in Carolina. And if you listen to this podcast, you know where I'm going here. Uh, Carolina, minus 130. It ha- has to be where you go. Um, they are 15-0-1 in their last 16 games. Um, they've In the last 10 games, they have the second-best expected goals for at 60%. Rangers have the Seventh worst at 43%. Rangers just have not been playing as well as they can, despite winning a lot of games. So I think they'll uh, see that crash back down to reality here at home, even against Carolina. So I like Carolina. And yeah, I I like the under five and a half, plus 100 or under six, minus 120, minus 125, if you can still find that. Unfortunate for us, uh, Rod Brindamore is putting in Ranta right when Kachetkov is a rookie Mm. of the month. Uh, you know, we got those uh, rookie of the year bets, the yeah. Calder bets. Right when Matty Beniers is slowing down, <laughs> you don't have Kachetkov to overtake him. <laughs> so it's kind of a, a stagnant market there. Those guys are still uh, about the same prices and about around three to one or so. Uh, yeah, for this game, though, I have the Canes at minus 125, but I still like them at minus 130. Uh, they're, just, they're just on a roll right now. Rangers are getting better, too. I know that. Shosturkin is more like himself over the past month. Uh, he's been... Um, Excellent. So, uh, I saw him play that game against uh, Vasilevsky there. I think he had like 44, 45 saves and a shootout loss. I believe that was a that was a goaltending masterpiece. Russia is absolutely fucking spoiled for goalies right now. Um, if only we could take like their C team of goalies for Canada, mm-hmm. we'd have the best team in the world. Sadly, <laughs> I, I don't think our freaking E team would be good enough for, uh, <laughs> for uh, the, the Russian E team would be good uh, would be better than our A team in net anyway. Uh, anyway, give me the Canes here, minus one thirty. They're they're rolling right now. They're on a, like what eleven game winning streak, ten game winning streak. I'm not, I, I lost count. And then they're good on the road. They're good at home. So yeah, give me them at minus one thirty. Rangers are uh, the, like I said, they're playing better. Shostak is playing better, and uh, that that's why these two teams are uh, what the top top two in the division right now. The Devils still hanging on at number two, maybe. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. I think Devils are still number two. But looking at the division odds, I mean, Carolina's up to minus 200, minus 300 some places. So so people were worried back in November, but the Hurricanes are just, they're grinding out the season here. Devils are fake. Yeah. They're the Dolphins of the NHL. The, the problem with the Hurricanes, though, is that they, they they take the regular season, like, too seriously. Like, every game is, like, a winner, winner, mm-hmm. winner, die mm-hmm. kind of game when they kind of, like, run out of gas by the time the postseason gets around. So hopefully they learn how to, like, take a few games off. You know, let, let them go up for drinks the night before. <laughs> take a few games off. Not not this one because we're betting the Canes here. But maybe a game against the, uh, the Blackhawks. It doesn't mail it in. Like, who cares yeah. if you beat or lose to the Blackhawks? 
Um, but yeah, that, that's that's just for the future. For this one, give me the Canes at minus 130 and the under as well. It's getting pretty low there. Like I said uh, before with the Leafs, the books are catching on a little bit, but uh, the Hurricanes have just been lethal in terms of defending their net and in terms of goaltending and not really scoring much either, but still winning games. So under 5.5 plus 100 would be a bet for me. All right, heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot again here. We got the Buffalo Sabres against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Buffalo on the money line, sitting at plus 140. Washington on the money line, hanging out at minus 165. Uh, over, under, sitting at 6.5. Over, paying off, minus 115. The under, minus 105. Maybe I'm crazy here, but I feel like the league's kind of not giving a lot of respect to Washington, man. Like, this team's been fucking decent. They're 21-13-5 on the record. They're sitting at third in the Metropolitan. Uh, obviously, Ovechkin's doing his shit. Uh, Darcy Kemper's starting to come along a bit better here as well. His record's not that great, 10-9-3, but his numbers are fine, man. 2.48 goals against average, .920 save percentage. Uh, and you know what? It looks like the Sabres are starting Uka Pekka Lukanen. Might as well be starting Uka Pekka-Lethanen, all right? Because Ovechkin's going to be just be ripping dingers in. Uh, I've liked what I've seen out of this Caps team, man. I'm probably going to play them in regulation, sitting at plus 100, even money. Uh, over, under, give me the over in this game, six and a half. I think Alex Tuck is like second in the league in goals. He's got like 27. I don't know. He's been lighting the lamp. That's absolutely unreal. So give me the over. Give me Washington in regulation. Yeah, I, I was looking at this and I was thinking maybe, you know, there, there's some value there on Buffalo, but Washington has just been playing great over the past 10 games. They're the uh, sixth best expected goals for a percentage. Buffalo is the ninth worst. So Buffalo has been winning games, but it hasn't really been controlling play. And Washington, I mean, they just poured it on last time out against Montreal winning 9-2. So I like Washington money line. I think minus 165 is getting a bit up there. So maybe do look at regulation at plus 100, like Talon said, or a puck line. Your last uh, few wins, 9-2, 4 nothing, 4-1. So might be able to cover the puck line there for, for some good plus odds. But I think either way, you have to take the caps in this one. I've been upgrading both these teams pretty uh, significantly over the past month. Um Especially the Capitals, I think they, they they deserve it more. Sabres are still running a bit on that that old luck uh, shooting percentage goalie performances. Although Ukepeka Lukanen has has been much better over the past month, so uh, they might they might have something there. Certainly more than what they got with uh, Craig Anderson and Eric Comrie. So the Sabres are a little more legit than what I was saying at the beginning of the year. But now they're going up against a very physical team in the Capitals here. Sabres are still pretty young. Uh, they got some sharp shooters, but I like the Capitals to bully them here. Uh, my line is like right in between this, so the my numbers say this is a bang on line. I got a minus 153 for the Capitals, right in between plus 140 and minus 165. That said, uh, like I said, I, I do think the Capitals are the better matchup here at home. Uh, I think that they'll be able to bully the Sabres here and with some better goaltending. Darcy Kemper is uh, a top 10 goal in terms of goal save above expected. So uh, that's even better than old uh, our, our friend, the Yurikai man flesh eater, uh, <laughs> Huka Pekalukin. Um, yeah, give me the caps here. I'll just I'll take the money line, minus 165. Uh, that's not too juicy for me. And uh, the under six and a half, though, is is my real bet for this one, given the fact that both goalies are playing well. Washington should be able to stifle Sabres offense, and uh, which is which is good, but it, it's largely dependent on whether uh, Tage Thompson does something unreal uh, in any in any which game. So yeah, can we under six and a half minus one five for a better bet and lean to the Caps at minus one sixty five. Okay, moving down to the eight p.m. time slot here. We got the Calgary Flames against the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in boring ass, cold, empty, barren, snow ridden. 
flea-infested Winnipeg. I'm assuming there's fleas. I don't know. Calgary on the money. That's it. Minus 120. Not Winnipeg even the gets... fleas it's, it's, too, it's too cold there for, for fleas. I don't know. I don't know much about the anatomy of fleas, man. So Winnipeg money. That's it. Plus 100. Over-under sitting at 6. Overpaid off. Plus 100. The under minus 120. Jets are sick, dude. I am really digging this team. Obviously, all the credit to Rick Bonus. We talked about this before. Uh, they're coming along, man. And Calgary, they, they struggled a bit to start the season, but they're starting to trend in the right direction. Uh, with that being said, dude, I am all over the Jets in this game. You're going to give me them at home. You're not even really big dogs, plus 100, but still plus money for the Jets at home. I'll take that all day long. Um, over, under, I'm, I like the under here, man. I wish it was six and a half, but it's at six, paying off minus 120. Uh, I think nine of the past 10 Jets games have only had six or less goals. So the push is in play there, but I'll be all over that. I wish I could say the same about Calgary, but that's definitely not the case. But uh, yeah, give me the under minus 120. Give me the Jets at home plus 100. Yeah, all over the under here, uh, under six at minus 120. As you said, nine straight games went under after a uh, 6-5 game against Vegas there in early December for Winnipeg. Calgary's had four straight unders. Uh, a lot of the meetings between these two teams have gone under. Uh, last three, four of the past five. And, like, I, I love Winnipeg here. I don't understand how they're home dogs. Uh, the Flames are not off to a good start this season. They have 18 wins and 20 losses. 7-11 away from home. Uh, Winnipeg is 23-14 and 14 and 13-6 and six at home. So I know, I know they're being goalied. Hellebuck is, is carrying a lot, but as long as he starts here, I, I love Winnipeg here at, at plus 100, probably even up to minus 110, minus 120 if the line keeps moving. Yeah, the, the line is, is fairly accurate, I think, but the, I do like the, the Flames to, to win this game. Uh I'm at minus 114, but at minus 120, I still think that's bettable. Just given the fact that they're playing a lot better of late, uh, they're winning some close games. They're finally getting some bounces, better goaltending, most most importantly, from Markstrom and Vladar. Um, they're top 10, both expected goals for, expected goals against in the past uh, five weeks or so. Meanwhile, the Jets remain remain average in those categories. Of course, they do have the better goaltending in Hellebuck, but... Um, yeah, all things considered, the right team is favored here. So uh, I, I would lean the Flames here for sure. But I do agree with you guys on the under six, minus 120. Uh, just just going to go with the better defending, better goaltending from both teams. Uh, I could see this one being a tight one. Okay, heading down to 8 p.m. time slot here again. We got the Montreal Canadiens against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Nashville. Montreal on the money line sitting at plus 185. Nashville on the money line hanging out at minus 215. Predators on the puck line sitting at plus 115. The over-unders at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under minus 105. Mr. Meyer, back to you here, fella. So I know the, the Canadians are not a good team. The line will tell you this, and they're plus 185 dogs to the National Predators, who are also not that great of a team. Uh, the Predators are playing a little better lately, but uh, it's still too high line. I got, I got to lean to the Canadians here. I got to, I got to take the Canadians here uh, with this, with this number. I know they've lost a bunch of games in a row now, but um, they're get, they're getting closer. They're getting more desperate, and uh, you can see these these young kids are, uh, I don't know. They're they're in the opposite of a heater, like a freezer, like Ryan said. Um, <laughs> but uh, I I think that this is a good this is just a good number to play here with plus one eighty five. They I don't think they should be that big of a dog. Um, I got a plus one eighty two. I mean it's it's pretty close, but still 
the Canadians are, uh, are a feisty team here. I do think that they can take this game to the Preds, who are just coming off of a bit of road trip, I think. I could be wrong on that one. Intel is very suspect. <laughs> um, but, yeah, give me the Canadians here, plus 185. Uh, I like them to get it done here. Uh, the Predators just should not be laying minus 215. So uh, I'm going to take a flyer on the Habs. Uh, hoping that their offense gets going. I know it's been a bit slack of late, though. Cole Caulfield keeps he's performing, so uh, we, he's got that going for him. Bont and both come down to earth a little bit, but hopefully he can step it up for this one. If not, uh, there's always Jake Allen, uh, steady, good old Jake, uh, uh, yeah, mining the net. So yeah, I don't, I'm, goaltending is irrelevant for the Habs. <laughs> They're both pretty, pretty average. Um, so yeah, give me the Habs here, plus one eighty-five. Yeah, I want to make sure you don't get called out on that intel because it doesn't look like Montembeau is expected to start. So it won't be I Jake Allen there. Yeah. But but either either way, I think the Habs here at plus 185 are, are a good look for pretty much everything you said. Uh, both of these teams have 15 wins this season. Both of them have eight at their respective away and home. Montreal is eight, eight on the road. Nashville, eight at home this season. Just Nashville's not a good a good team as they were last year. Yossi, Duchesne, Forsberg, uh, whoever else they had just playing up to their career levels, and now they don't have that anymore. So, yeah, Montreal has not been uh, scoring much recently. Two goals or fewer in each of their last five games, all losses. But hopefully they can they can find it here uh, against Nashville. I think plus 185 is worth a uh, sprinkle for me. And, yeah, you mentioned Cole Caulfield. He was, I think, plus 200 to score last, goal, last game. He scored two this game. It looks like he's plus 185. And, like, I might – I'm going to try something out here where we just take goal scorers on bad teams. If they're always going to be close to plus 200, if they score in close to half of the game, it's going to be pretty profitable. So that might be something I uh, look into doing in the second half of the, of the season. Well, this would definitely be the game to do it on because if you just bet half of Nashville's team, chances are you'll win lots of money. Because the Habs have let in 20 goals in their last three games, it has been ugly, which leads me to my play. I am not picking a side of this game, but I am going to be all over this over six at minus 115. Like I said, they've given up 20 goals in the last three games. It has been ugly as of late. Uh, Montembeau's last start, he gave up seven. So I, I don't know, man. Give me the over in this game. I don't really love a side here either way. Okay, moving down to 8.30 p.m. time slot here. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at minus 3.30. Chicago money line sitting at plus 2.75. Tampa Bay on the puck line hanging out at minus 130. The over-unders at 6.5, overpaying off minus 110, as well as the under minus 110 as well. We were talking about it a bit before we recorded here. Chicago Blackhawks are absolutely terrible, man. Uh, this team's not looking that great. With that being said, I'm seeing Alex Stalock might get the start. His numbers are okay. He's got a 4-4-1 record, a 2.73 goals against average, and a .918 save percentage. Maybe this is a game kind of Tampa just, you know, doesn't really give a shit too much about. I don't know how to cap this one. I still think they're going to win. Um, where do you find the value? Maybe Tampa team total. I, I Honestly, this I don't know. Chicago's on a four-game losing streak. Tampa's on a three-game winning streak. Maybe go with the puck line here. Um, yeah, like give me the over, I guess, and give me Tampa puck line. But I got to be honest, I do not love this game. Chicago is just so bad. And I'm trying to look at their at their last losses here to see if they had any one goal losses. Their last one goal loss was on November 30th. So they're since then they are two and 12 with those all 12 of those losses being by at least two goals. So I guess Tampa Bay puck line minus 130 has to be the play here. 
Otherwise, maybe look at a team total over three and a half, over four and a half, even possibly, or, or look at a, a race to four if you're into that. But I think Tampa Bay puck line minus one thirty is just the the simplest play here. Lightning are definitely playing a lot better than they were earlier in the season. Uh, I think they're number fourth in my rankings right now. The Blackhawks are dead last. That said, I can't get to that number of minus three thirty. Uh, it's it's Lightning minus two seventy four for me. So there's one little penny of value on the Blackhawks at plus two seventy five. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, I, I'm not sure if I can uh, put my penny. Any penny, any loony, any toony on the Blackhawks, given how bad they played. Um, but uh, that—that's the way I got to lean here. Uh, uh, the Blackhawks—they—they they got to win eventually, right? They—they they can win these ugly games once in a while. I mean, maybe Patrick Kane uh, scores a couple goals. He scored a power play goal the other night, but that was against the Lily Sharks, I think. Um, yeah, tough one to call here. Under six and a half at minus one ten is calling my name. Uh, I think that the Lightning can can win like a, a greasy one here, or the Blackhawks can can score a few goals and get some random goaltending from uh, from Stalock. But yeah, Vasilevsky's in net, and, and we get our guy Alex Stalock in net under six and a half, minus one ten would be a decent play, I think. Uh, other than that, a slight slight lean to the Hawks in this one. This is the first of a of a back to back for for Tampa Bay, so it should be Elliott with uh, Minnesota on the second half. So more more of- okay. More than a slight lean on the Hawks. Forget <laughs> the under. <laughs> oh, my God. Brian Elliott. I forgot he's even still in the league. Okay. Uh, moving down to the 9 o'clock time slot here. We got the Seattle cracking against the Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Uh, Seattle on the money line set at plus 125. Oilers on the money line hanging out at minus 145. The over-under set at 6.5. Overpaying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Right, guy. What do you got, baby? What's going yeah, on in Edmonton? I mean- you you guys know I love my Kraken here, but I was talking a few shows ago go about when to start fading them, and it looks like it it may be around now. Eleventh uh, worst expected goals for percentage over the past ten games. Uh, Edmonton just beat them seven two on what was that Friday? So now the game in Edmonton. I, I think Edmonton here has to be the play, especially only at minus one forty five. Seattle Grubauer Martin Jones. You can't really trust either of them. Hopefully it's Skinner for the Oilers, but either way, I think they're they're the way to go here. Coming off a, a loss on a back-to-back when they outshot the Jets uh, 32-17, lost 2-1. I think coming back home, they'll be able to uh, get this done against Seattle rather easily. I, I wouldn't hate looking at a sprinkle on the puck line if you wanted to go go that route, but I think minus 145 on the money line is a a pretty safe play. So I got Oilers at minus 122, which means that there's a little bite of value on the Kraken at plus 125. But um, I don't think that I've adjusted aggressively enough for how badly played over the past month, especially in the power play. I think they're like a sub 10% in the last 10, 11 games, uh, which is not good, especially when you're going against the Oilers and their lethal power play, which is good all the time, um, especially try to settle healthy again. Uh, over six and a half at minus 120 is uh, a little too steep, a little too rich, given the fact that the Kraken have struggled to score, which is uh, in concurrence with uh, Matty Beneers going cold, like we mentioned earlier in the uh, the Calder Rays discussion. Uh, so, yeah, I don't think that I've uh, accounted for Kraken uh, being so bad over the past uh, few weeks here. So, yeah, I I got to go with the Oilers as well. They've been, they've been playing a lot better. McDavid's been on a 
freaking heater all season, and uh, he's going to lock up the hard trophy pretty quickly here uh, with how he's been playing. It's like a two-point-per-game pace. It's ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, give me the Oilers here. Uh, just the, the better top line, better top talent. Kraken maybe play a better team game, but at the end of the day, uh, their goalies are <coughs> are worse than that of the Oilers, which says a lot. So, yeah, give me the home team here in this one. Minus 145, I think, is still a little bit bettable, even though my numbers totally disagree with me. All right. For myself here, kind of going against the grain a little bit here, guys. I know Seattle's been struggling a bit. They've only won, I think, two of their last five here. Uh, They are undefeated in the new year. Uh, They've won one game, so that's probably not going to count for anything. But with that being said... I'm going with the Kraken here, plus 125, man. Uh, their road record currently sitting at 9-4-2. and two. Edmonton's home record's at 9-10-1. and one. Oilers are currently on a four-game home losing streak as well. Uh, as well, if you look at division records, Seattle shows up against division teams, man. I know I talk about division records a lot, but to me, that's important. Uh, Seattle's 7-4-2 and two compared to Edmonton's 5-4. and four. Uh, so, Those are yeah, all wins I'll, against the Canucks. <laughs> I know. Yeah, for real, though. Uh, actually, no way. Canucks only win division. Get out of here. Uh, Seattle money though, money line though plus one twenty five is what I do like. Um, and the over six and a half. Both these teams have been pretty good at scoring goals, man. Uh, Seattle's sixth in the league with three point four six average per game. Edmonton is fourth with three point five eight. And they're both a little bit behind the middle of the pack for goals against. If Jack Campbell's starting, fucking hammer that over, baby. Um, and even if Skinner is, he's been good. Uh, but his mustache is a little too sick. It's better than mine, so I'm jealous. So I hope he gets lit. Uh, give me the over and give me the Kraken, baby. Let's go here. Okay, moving down to the 10 p.m. time slot. We got the Dallas Stars against the Los Angeles Kings. Dallas on the money line, hanging out at minus 125. Kings on the money line, sitting at plus 105. Uh, the over-under sitting at six. Overs paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. This game is absolutely asinine to me, man. Um, the Kings have been playing terribly lately. I know their home record is pretty decent. Uh, Phoenix Copley has actually been sick, too. He's got an 8-1-0 record. But with that being said, dude, like... The Stars, where, where, are they, where are they sitting right now? They're first in the Central. They're 23-9-6. Like, to me, this is just Vegas being in, like insulting to Dallas. I love the Stars in this game here, man. I think they're on the first night of a back-to-back, but they're playing Anaheim the second night, so they'll be probably tying it up for this game, trying to get some wins here. Um, give me Dallas, man, minus 125. And over-under, if Copley's playing and you got Copley and Ottinger going at it, give me the under, man. Yeah, I think Dallas here has to be the play. I mean, they're first in the West. They have the best point percentage in the West, fourth in the entire league behind only Boston, Carolina, and Toronto. And I'm not sure how they're doing. I mean, they're not one of the best 5-on-5 teams. I mean, Robertson's been great. Ottinger's been been good. Wedgwood's a solid backup. But, yeah, Dallas here at minus 125, I, I, would, I would still take that. I got them earlier at minus 112. Um, Dallas has won four in a row. Uh the Kings just lost to the Flyers, which I was shocked about. They, they've lost to Arizona as well. So I think Dallas here is just one of the teams to watch out for in the West. And like you said, Talon, they're not getting the, the respect from the odds makers that they should. So, yeah, stars here, minus 125. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you guys as well. This line is um, nonsensical to me. I got the stars, minus 135. Give me them. They're my uh Dick's best team in the league right now. The Kings are, uh, I've been upgrading a little bit based on how well their uh, goaltending has been since Phoenix Cup has come in. But they're still a pretty average team, all things considered. Uh, they got some good defenders and all that, but the goal scoring is not quite there um, in terms of expected goals for and all that. Uh, Kopitar is having a little bit of a slump, <clears throat> especially compared to last year where he was. Uh, 
wicked good. And uh, do the same thing goes for Drew Doughty. Maybe these guys are winding down uh, as the season goes on. You know, they're getting up in age and all that. So, yeah, give me the Kings or Stars here at minus 125. I think that's a good bet. Slightly into the under six. Even with Scott Wedgwood, he's he's one of the better backups in the league. So, yeah, it doesn't matter who the Stars put in net. They should win, and this game should go under. All right, under. Um, <laughs> down to the 10 p.m. slot again. Final game on the docket here. We got the New York Islanders against the Vancouver Canucks. Game itself is in Vancouver. Uh, New York on the money line sitting at minus 115. Canucks money line hanging out at minus 105. The over-under is set at six. Overpaid off minus 115. The under minus 105. Oh, geez, I don't know here. Like, I watched that Islanders Kraken game the other night, and that was terrible. I think they got beat up 4-1, and they looked ugly doing it, too. With that being said, I think I just watched Vancouver get the shit kicked out of them by two. I guess they didn't lose that bad. They lost to Calgary. Um, but still, man, I don't know. Maybe there's some value here on the Canucks. Maybe I'm going crazy here. Minus 105. I don't love it. I don't love it either way. But uh, yeah, give me give me the Canucks minus 105. Uh, or sorry, yeah, minus 105. As far as over under goes, you kind of got to go over here, man. Like both these teams can score. Defensively, New York's a little tighter than what I assumed by. They're actually sixth in the league for goals allowed, averaging 2.68 here. Um, but I feel like it's kind of kind of trade season coming up, and there's a lot, been a lot of rumors around uh, Vancouver Canucks. So maybe some of the boys want to showcase themselves to go somewhere else and lock in some big dollars. Um, JT Miller's a piece of shit, but it's pretty funny. So that's cool too. But yeah, give me the Canucks, <laughs> give me the over, baby. Yeah, I don't really have a strong play for this one. I, I would lean to the Islander just because they're a better five-on-five team over over the past ten games. They're, they're the tenth best. Vancouver is the tenth worst. So you have that there, minus one fifteen. I don't know if I can get there, but if I had to bet, I would bet on the Islanders. But I'm just going to probably look for look for live spots in this game. Vancouver is known to uh, blow some leads. I think the Islanders could also be a team that kind of plays some back and forth hockey. So. If I had to bet it, I'd take the Islanders, but I'll just be looking for for live betting betting spots. Yeah, I'm, I feel pretty confidently both uh, two bets in this game. First of all, Islanders money line minus one fifteen. I think that's a bet. I bet minus one seventeen, but I don't think that I've uh, adjusted for how well the Islanders have played offensively the past month or so. I mean, uh, the numbers don't quite show it. But they're uh, fifth best in the past five weeks in terms of expected goals for. So I, I like the way the Islanders are playing. It'll open up a little more while still being very good uh, defensively. Uh, what are they here? They are fifth best also in expected goals they, uh, against. So they are playing a great two-way game. Uh, they just need to start putting the puck in the net. It's good to see Matthew Barzell score what seems like the, the first goal of the season for him. He's been a bit snake-bitten, but uh, I'm sure things will open up for him, the old Vancouver kid. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but my my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend played with him once upon a time. Fuck um, that guy, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also like the over six, even with the with the Isles expected goals against and the uh, the good goaltending course Sorokin leads the league in terms of uh, expected goals against. And all that, but uh, the Canucks are, uh, yeah, they, they they just don't play too many hockey. They're the opposite of the Isles here. They're gonna they're gonna open things up. They're gonna make things crazy. I think the Isles can capitalize on that and score for themselves. So as long as the Canucks can get two, we get at least a push here. And uh, yeah, I think we'll get more than six goals for this one. Just uh, given the way the Canucks play, especially at night in their building, 
uh, things are very loose. I mean, I just heard their their goal song these days. I fucking hate it. I mean, I wouldn't want to score. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I mean, I know what it is, but I can't tell you what it is exactly. Sing it. Uh, Sing it for me, baby. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I think it's Bono. I think it's fucking U2. Oh, I think, no, <laughs> I think so. I'm yeah. right it's now. terrible. I mean, it, I thought I was making fun of the Leafs goal song all these years, and little did I know the Canucks had a fucking worse one, and uh, so I did not like that. But anyway, it'll be playing <laughs> playing often, at least uh, twice for the Canucks, <laughs> and the Owls will just get the the, the silent uh, goal scored by Matthew Barzell, and uh, this game will go over, and the Isles will win it. All right, that wraps up our 11-game slate here. Uh, we're going to move into our lock dogs and totals here. A little update in the standings. Uh, big changes here, man. Ryan's in first. Bro, Ryan's killing it. He's got a 26-20 and 20 record. He is up 4.23 units. Uh, myself, I am in second. I am 25-21. and 21. I am up 4.01 units. And Jolie's 26-21. and 21. He is uh, up 3.43 units collectively as a show. We are 77 wins and 62 losses, and most importantly, up 11.67 units. Why does it have to be 67? Everywhere I look, I see that fucking number 67. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it haunts my dreams. Uh, but that's still pretty sick. We're up almost a dozen units, man, so that's absolutely incredible. Uh, hopefully, we're going to have a big week here. Ryan, you kicked us off. You killed it last week, buddy. Why don't you start us off here? Yeah, my lock is the uh, Oilers minus 145 at home against Seattle. Uh, they just beat them 7-2 in Seattle. So I figure coming back home after a uh, a loss there on New Year's Eve to the Jets, they should be able to get back to their winning ways. I think minus 145 is a, a bit too low for them. Uh, my dog is the Desert Dogs, the Arizona Coyotes, plus 285 at the Florida Panthers. Uh, I could see this one absolutely blowing up in my face in like a like a 7-2 loss. But I could see a 4-3, 3-2 win with Badge Milk backing them to victory. So I think it's a good price, uh, plus 285 on Arizona. My total is the Flames Jets under 6 at minus 120. Hellebuck's been incredible. Uh, Markstrom is better than he's been so far this season, and, and both teams have played a lot of under games recently. So, yeah, those are my uh, three picks for Tuesday. For myself, we're going with the Senators in regulation at minus 130 at home against the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets just won a game. They think they're kings of the earth, but they're not. They're terrible. <laughs> they're the Blue Jackets, and the Senators are actually a decent team. So I love that bet there. Uh, my dog will be the Habs. Uh, I like like I like this bet a little less. <laughs> Plus 185 on the road against the Predators. I mean, uh, logic tells you that they're going to continue their their bad slump here on the road on this this long road trip. Uh, but the Predators don't deserve to be that high of a favorite. So it's just numbers play here. Plus 185. And my total, we're going to go with the Isles and Canucks over six minus 115. Of course, the Isles can stifle the Canucks here. Sorokin can play a great game. Spencer Martin's been pretty decent for the Canucks in net, but I still expect goals with the with the Canucks game, at least six of them, and um, give us that push insurance for the over. We'll get seven plus. Hopefully, maybe JT Miller comes out uh, mad or whatever, and big uh, dick swinging, yelling, takes it out on the other goalie <laughs> instead of the Canucks goalie. Um, so yeah, we're going over six there, minus one fifteen. 
All right, for myself, I got to have a bounce back week here, man. I don't want to alloc my picks and just completely stink. So let's hope we do a little bit better here. For my locks, give me the Dallas Stars on the money line, minus 125 versus LA. We talked about this. We think uh, collectively as a show that this is mad bad odds. I think the the Dallas Stars should be definitely more of a favorite. But you're going to give me the minus 125 against the Kings. We're going to take them. Uh, For the dogs here, I got Winnipeg on the money line, plus 100 against Calgary. This team's been great at home. And I'm not sold on Calgary this year, man. So I'm going to ride with my boy Hellebuck. Hopefully he can shut the door here. Uh, and then for my total, Leafs Blues over six, paying off minus 120. Uh, these games have been going over lately, man. I think the past four, like I said, there's been a shitload of goals for Toronto here. And uh, I don't know. It's just got a funny way. I feel like I'm just feeling an over here in Toronto. So let's go uh, for that minus 120. Gentlemen, consensus plays. What do we got here? Got a few here I wrote down. Uh, Sands regulation, minus 130. Joel's lock there. Uh, Hurricanes, minus 130 against the Rangers. The under five and a half at plus 100 in that game. Um, yep. Capitals, either minus 165 or regulation at plus 100. Good solid play. Uh, Flames, Jets, under six, minus 120. Yes. Uh, Lightning, puck line, minus 130. And then the Stars, minus 125. You guys going to sprinkle a little cat dog plus 400 here with your boy or what? Come on. I, 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 might. I, I might. I might have to take the uh, cat dog over time play. Ten bucks, baby. Yeah, That's throw cool. a little another free bet on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like <laughs> uh, okay, guys, that pretty much wraps everything up here. Uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be there with all the good information coming out. We got football playoffs coming up, baby. Let's go, Chargers! Here in that wild card spot. Hopefully, we get to play a decent team. Let's go. Uh, also, college football coming up. We got big national championship games. College hoops has been ripping. Basketball's doing its thing. Hockey's still kicking ass, man. Uh, you can find all that information at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Check out some articles, too. There's always good shit being posted. And most importantly, listen to the other shows. Give them some love. Uh, great way to win some money, man. Uh, and, of course, shout out to all our friends pals in the Discord. Yo, good to see people being in the Discord, having a good time. Uh, keep on posting your picks, man. Keep making money. And uh, it's great to see the conversation going. If you're not in the Discord, you're literally losing money, bro. So shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord. Yeah, and make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Island Podcast on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. If that's on uh, Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. Spotify is sg.pn slash hockey s. Or just search for the Hockey Gaming Podcast because we have this giveaway going. We're giving away $250 in cash. All you have to do is retweet the tweet for an entry. You don't even have to retweet the tweet. Just leave us a five-star review on Apple or a five-star rating on Spotify. Send us a screenshot of that review. Um, we haven't had a new review in, in months now, and, and we're giving away money just just for reviews, and we can't even <laughs> we can't pay for reviews. I guess that just shows how bad of a show we are here. So uh, so let us know what you actually think about us. Uh, just search for the Hockey Moon Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. We are notably pro payola on this show. We will pay. <laughs> We're good reviews. For God's sakes, we will pay you. So by God damn it, leave a fucking review. Uh, all right, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me on Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Myron. You'll find me worshiping on the altar of the man, the myth, the legend that is Connor Bejesus. Woo, baby. Let's he's, go. going to, he's going to the Canucks. Future flyer. <laughs> Written in the stars. Future blue jacket. Look the fuck out. Alright, peace.